International. Hello and welcome to part three of the horror sleepaway camp part three. That was one of those words. Welcome back. We're here again. Hey, hey. We're, we're here again for... <laughs> oh, you don't like people p- stepping all over your intro? <laughs> Why is everyone stepping all over my intro? Why is that so funny? I totally forgot that you did that last time. <laughs> like the entire episode. <laughs> doing the bog water noise. Like, as soon as... It's the notion. As soon as Donna loses patience with the conversation, it's just bog water and staring yeah. at the I wish it was bong water. <laughs> I'll smoke a bong right now. Pizza, you want to smoke bong? Uh, I mean, that's not my thing. <laughs> no, yeah, that that was that's exactly how it sounded. Like. I just be coughing for two hours. I could. I don't think I could smoke weed without an inhaler. That's how bad I would be. What you got asthma? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn, do you smoke that albuterol? <laughs> That's right. Damn. If albuterol came in, in on plants, I would probably smoke it up. Yeah. Hello, everybody. We're back. The heat's on. Totally. Yeah, it's fucking cold. It's fucking cold. Yeah, the beautiful South Austin so part of the cold. intro needs an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yo, this movie's got someone from Detroit in it. We're not even we're... there yet. <laughs> we're still doing the intro. What the f- shit? Info. What? <laughs> we watched a movie. <laughs> Sleepaway uh, Camp Three, oh, the number three trilogy, Teenage Wasteland. Mm-hmm. Teenage Wasteland. <laughs> Is that what this movie was named after? Yeah, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Bob O'Reilly is the name of the song. Everyone always names it wrong. Oh. I don't give a shit though. Who sucks? A <laughs> dollar for Donna's trivia prize there. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Everyone always gets it wrong. Everyone assumes that the song is Teenage Wasteland. Yeah. It's not. Oh, it's Baba O'Reilly. It's Baba Booey. That's one of those yeah, things. Yeah, it's Baba I, See, I, I'm always a little frustrated when, when artists do that, when they name the song something else that's obviously not what the name of the song should be. Like, they just need to give in and just be like, you know, we wanted to name it this, but... This yeah, like is, but Tony we, Danza. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. but... But uh, just cut the shit. And if, if everybody knows those only two words of your damn song, that's the name of the song. That's the name of the song. Yeah. Uh, Motherfucker. I hate that song. Yeah, that song sucks. It's no pinball wizard, dude. That song fucking <laughs> sucks. Oops. Who sucks? <laughs> well, anyway, we're back. We're talking uh, Sleepaway Camp 2, Teenage Wasteland. Three. <laughs> Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. Mm-hmm. For the third and final installment, there's not, not a fourth one. There's no, a fourth there, one. there are. Okay, yeah, yeah there's good. There's a fourth and fifth one. But, but for our purposes, ah, well, perhaps for now, we're not going to do four and five, are we? Uh, no, we don't got time for that ain't shit. Nobody got time for that. Where are we doing next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just let's move on. And just steamroll right yeah, over yeah, this yeah, episode yeah. into the next. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what is funny? Uh, so this year at Fantastic Fest, uh, there were a bunch of Netflix movies. I think we talked mm, about it in yeah. our house cleaning yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, anyway, I didn't go see them because I was going to watch them on Netflix, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, two of them are Stephen King movies, oh, yeah. one of which is on Netflix right now. Gerald's Game. Uh, not yeah, that one, but one that just came out this week, which is 1922, which mm. Ethan and I are almost done with. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty tight. It's okay. okay. a little GBTM trivia because we were talking about doing all Stephen King this month. <laughs> That's right, right. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we can do it, we can do multiple episodes on all the shit we were going to do episodes on. Yeah, especially <laughs> the ones that we never posted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a month of content. <laughs> A month of content. <laughs> We've done a month of content for everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this movie sucked as much as the second one. Oh, I thought this one was way better. Than I thought the it was way one. better. Than the I one thought it was a too. little better, but I still thought it was pretty dang bad. No, this one was way better than the second one for sure. Mm, yeah, I'm. I'm with. Yeah, totally. I, I, we might be thinking it's better for different reasons, but yeah, I. I definitely think I had it's a an more improvement. cohesive plot. Yeah. It's in like her killings were more streamlined. Mm-hmm. The characters were all more interesting. It was more interesting concept. I mean, like every single thing about it I mean, was they, better. They had a lot of things to play with, though, that they didn't play with. It's the same idea of the last one. It's that. Yeah, I think so. But they if I think <laughs> it's like uh, the second one, they have like five balls and they're juggling and they drop all five. And this one, they've got three balls and they're juggling. And they only drop two. So like it's a it's better. It's in an my life. I got two balls and I'm always juggling. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the 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 political allegories that they're going for the or yeah, the social the allegories social. that they're going for, um, they're more. I mean, it obviously they're very acute and in your face. And uh, I I would like to see all that stuff better explored. It's yeah. almost like the the. The movie part of it, the the horror movie part of it, kind of gets in the way. Yeah, of that stuff. I was excited. I was excited for a Marxist analysis of Sleepaway Camp Three. That's exactly what it was looking like it was going to be in the first act. Yeah, yeah, because the premise of this one is surprise. They're going back to camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, same camp as Sleepaway Camp Part Two, but it's rebranded as a new camp where they take folks from. A higher class and mix them with folks of a lower class uh, so that they can all sh- learn to share so with they one can another learn to share yeah for seemingly no reason <laughs> uh except that you could argue and this is kind of interesting uh, again uh, interesting that i i don't think the, the 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 creators may have tapped into it but yeah. they did so essentially for capitalistic reasons yeah because they couldn't sell they couldn't sell tickets to the camp couldn't sell enough seats so they had to come up with some marketing angle and yeah. this rich bring the rich people in they use the government to pay for the poor people yeah so there there is a weird sort of capitalist under uh, umbrella over under or um, covering this whole <laughs> what would be this uh, socialistic utopia that they're looking for well you know what? They may have been looking for a utopia, but they didn't find it. The writers didn't find it. No one found it. They well, didn't explore that aspect at all. Yeah, there was no reason for it. They didn't. They didn't know how to take that and and allegorize that with the characters that they had. Yeah, they should have well, killed all the rich people. I think that there was one interesting thing though, which is that, and I'm not trying to kink shame anyone, but there was one rich kid who at one point did indicate that he was interested in politics that had a bondage fetish yeah, and was, you know, deviant. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, <laughs> it, that was actually something I thought was a little interesting because 
essentially, if you're going to say that, if you want to, if you want to dig deep into the allegory, that they're going to create this little Marxist utopia, and the one element that prevents it from happening is the capitalistic influence, which is essentially, in a, in a sense, what what uh, Angela was in the second movie, like a like a like an '80s sort of hyper uh, ultra right sort of mentality. You can't, you know, the fornicators and the drug users, and they're all bad. So if you stick that element in there, and then she kills everything, there's an interesting allegory yeah. there. But that character and his, what you described, sort of interrupts what could have been an interesting thematic thing to, to say. Yeah, I mean, that guy was also really stupid. He was like a very, like, W-type yeah, character. Yeah. yeah. Which nobody, is kind of interesting to see. Yeah, and also interesting, nobody's smart in this movie. Like, book smart or, or like, clever. Everyone's it, dumb. Everyone's dumb. Which is a I don't know if intention like you need that you need dumb characters to make this plot work or if there was a, a some supposed to be some kind of meaning behind that. I don't know, man. I don't think there was a lot of meaning to any of this. None of it made sense to me. It all seemed like a first draft. We'll do one pass and then we're good. Yeah. Well, there was something that was pretty interesting. So there's in the beginning of the movie they go fishing. So this one just bypasses all of the like more traditional cabin scenes and they Im- immediately separate into three groups of like four campers per chaperone mm-hmm. and then go to uh, different areas of the woods and they're actually camping outside mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be catching their dinner and shit and this is all supposed to be bonding for yeah. these people. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck <laughs> was that sound? Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so there is one scene when uh, they're fishing and Angela fishes up a Jason mask. Right. And then the other character that's with with her fishing, uh, she's like, oh, what's this trash doing in here? <laughs> yeah. And then like throws the mask aside and then uh, the hockey mask. And then one of the other characters says, like oh it's friday or whatever it's saturday the 14th right right weird or something we'll see that it's interesting okay so it could be interesting what they're saying is like hey we're better than other horror movies because we're we're actually you know being overt about a social allegory whereas the other movies are just they're just slasher pictures so here's the thing that's pretty interesting I don't, so that movie, this movie that we watched, Sleepaway Camp 3, was filmed right after uh, Sleepaway Camp 2. It was filmed back to back. Oh, okay. So Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, uh, was filmed in 1988 over a six-week period. Okay. Or I guess, excuse me. Maybe it was a six-week period for both of the movies because they uh, used the same camp and everything. But here's what's interesting, and this is what I was trying to place the dates of everything in... Uh, oh, shit. Where did I have it? Oh, in July... On July 28th, 1989, Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan came out which is where this movie is placed it takes place in new york and upstate new york and this movie came out uh august like august 4th 
99 or 89 excuse me so i wonder if it was like kind of an attack on that but what's difficult to understand is like when were the movies filmed and how would they have known that you know what i mean either way it could be a commentary saying that the jason franchise has been so fucked over by now that of course now it is trash yeah i mean i i definitely think that's what they were trying to say and i would wholeheartedly agree with that and if you want to milk that back to the marxist anti-capitalist message that might interesting that might be playing with that because the you know the the pull to do a sequel for the money and so on may have tainted it now it's trash and that's maybe that could be argued as a reason for that line of dialogue (laughs) yeah i don't know that's pretty deep for this writing it it would it would that would make and that would be that 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 uh argument could be more defensible if angela defended the mask well if 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 the other character's like this is trash and she goes "Ah, i think it's actually pretty good you know, like something like that, yeah, then yeah, yeah. then you could see a little counter argument playing. But anyway, I think but. it's more of a, a meta thing, though, of what I was trying to convince y'all about with the second one and Unhappy Camper, which is that that was just trying to be a straight slasher movie. And they, you know, had the Freddy and Jason scene in there because it hadn't been done in Freddy or Jason at the time that that movie came out. And then in this one, they're saying that it's trash because it is trash. But I think that the two tie together, you know, that it was like, stop chewing on that. <laughs> that it was like a, the second one was like a traditional slasher movie. And comparatively to what would have been uh, seven, I guess, would have been the last one that came out for the Jason series, which is, it was, you know, I mean, it was a pile of garbage at that point. Right, right. Um, there were some earlier scenes before the the fishing sequence that I thought, again, I thought it was prepping up, it, like it's bolstering itself as having, it's going to be richer than it really was. Um, one of the ways that this movie gets around the Char- the introduction to all the characters and their names and their histories yeah, yeah. is that they have this news reporter who comes in and does a story on the camp and the news reporter just simply says why don't you come here and tell me your name and the yeah. other person comes up tells your name tells your name tells your name and uh, there's, a, there's a few little there's a little interesting dynamic there that again may or may not have been intentional but um, one is that she's filming and she's on camera and yeah. we're watching a movie and stuff, somebody filming something and uh, and it's really cheesy how she's going about in- introducing all these characters in, in her story yeah. and at the same time that's paralleled with the movie it's really cheesy the way they're introducing the characters this way mm-hmm. um, again I don't know if intentional but it's there see that's the thing about the first movie it's well, all intentional. Well, I, I can at least argue that it is. Yeah. Even yeah. the mistakes, I can go, okay, well, at least they've painted. They, they, I can argue. But in this way, yeah, I'm not sure about the intentional part. But uh, there's, a, there's an interesting line because the, uh, the reporter brings up, um, oh, let's, t-, you know, she starts talking about the murders that happened last year. And then the, 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 the owner, uh, the owner's wife or the co-owner comes in and is like, shuts her down, like, stop talking about the thing. And then she has this line of dialogue to her. It's like, oh, but why? Violence sells. <laughs> now, this is following uh, a scene where uh, uh, Angela has already run over somebody with a Mack truck. Yeah. So the movie opens with violence, and then you have this cheesy sort of meta camera introducing characters, and movies introducing characters, and then that person saying essentially, "Violence sells," and that's why you know the kind of like part and parcel why we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, uh, 
that might be as deep as it actually goes. If, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think that there were some moments that were pretty clever in that they didn't go the obvious direction. Like the end of the movie, I think was relatively clever for a misdirect because they leave that cop door open and it's like oh okay well she's just gonna get in the cop car like that's the halloween thing or uh, i mean literally from the movie halloween and there's a i felt like the movie was the screw the story was clearly setting up uh her arch nemesis to be the the kid's dad the 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 cop character Yeah. yeah and uh they did decide to throw that to the wind yeah and there's yeah i i kind of thought maybe that was going to happen because of the whole flashback sequence that was one of the few things i felt like the pacing was really bad compared to some of the rest of it like when she flashback not so well the the scene where she's like reminiscing about her singing that song yeah i feel like i mean did i did i I don't know i felt like that was about twice as long as what it needed to be yeah yeah well i think it especially feels that way because there's no payoff for it right it it almost like like you like there should have been because it the the camera starts like swirling around like oh god she's getting psychosis or whatever and it's like oh obviously she's gonna like freak out or something and then nothing happens she just walks out nothing happens the movie continues on as if the scene never even occurred yeah it's really bizarre it seems like it's hinting at the fact that maybe that was the one time that she actually felt happiness and emotion yeah Yeah. because i i I was thinking about that scene and i was like oh it'd be cool like as it was happening i was like oh it'd be cool if like when she when she like walked out of there if like the following scene was like her being triggered and like remembering the chef from the first one. But then I was like, well, I can't forget that she spent all of the time between one and two in a mental hospital. And I'm sure that like, you know, mental health practices at that point in time were like electroshock therapy and shit. So like that part of her brain is probably like so fucking fried that she can't recall that kind of thing, which is unfortunate because that would have been fucking sweet, you know? That would have been an interesting sequence to add on top of all of the, yeah. the layers to show that maybe, yeah, she was fucked up, but in the effort to cure, maybe made it worse. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Because at least at the beginning in the first movie, she's a monster, but there is this we get it yeah kind of uh, component but now now it's now it's that she's a monster and it looks like they're trying to utilize the filmmakers just kind of utilizing it as a, some kind of allegory that they don't know how to handle like they're yeah. trying to mix make je- solid jello I solid think or something now that we've seen all three of like the original trilogy cuz there there are other movies after this one uh, but i wouldn't consider them a part of the cuz they came out way later um I do think that between the three, if you were willing to, uh, I guess, sacrifice the sanctity of the original movie, you can make a really fucking cool movie out of all three of them. Mm-hmm. Like a really, really interesting movie with flashbacks and that more dreamy filter from the first one and parts of the second one. Like if you use the third one as the the bones or the mm. framework you could make a really interesting movie with the other two and cutting stuff together mm. especially uh. the second one and the third one since they're 
the same actress at the mm. same location. It's enticing. Virtually the same people, you know. You, you don't consider Jello a salad? <laughs> yeah, you heard me. I was like, I couldn't find the right word. <laughs> I didn't want to say something like turning water into salad. Like when you freeze it, I was like, what the fuck is the right word? It's like something close enough that's not a salad, but you can't make it. It's not. Uh, you it's can't compact it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not. It's somewhere uh, between liquid and solid. You can make uh, water a solid. Didn't we have the same oobla conversation like last we week? <laughs> and you asked me to make you some? Uh, this conversation uh, is making me feel cheeky. Hey. Oh, boy. <laughs> is this is Damn, ice a salad? I never said anything stupid on this podcast. Fuck y'all. Uh, I, <laughs> I think something is very um, uh, enticing about what you said, in part because we see a lot of things about two and three that we're like, ah, it's got some good stuff, but they're just not doing anything yeah. right with it. And yeah. maybe you can like use some of that and, 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 and where it's not working, maybe build some material from the first one and maybe co construct something like this, you know, this epic sort of, you know, psychosis of a, of a horror or horror slasher um, yeah. in a person. Well, there's e even like, so in that particular scene, and this was kind of where I started thinking about like making a, a maybe extra long fan edit of the movie or something. Uh, but that particular scene where that's very long and out of place and weird, that is, you know, 90% of that is from the second movie. But there is some additional shit in there. And I wonder if that additional shit is in the extras or if it was just because they filmed them back to back, they just had this extra B-roll and threw it in this one. Uh, Who knows? That feels more accurate to me. I, I, in fact, I was half I was half thinking that in that moment that they would use some shots from the first one. You know, like she's remembering both the first time and the second. But like you yeah, said, there's about a history there. And then I thought, oh, I wonder if there's like some weird um, like ownership copyright thing. That no, it's all the same person. You think? Yeah, well, maybe no, distri it is. Di same distribution company. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they could have. There's if they no wanted reason to. why they didn't. Except the only thing I can think is that mental like just lapse between or, time or, or maybe they feel is the same kind of uh, sacredness of the first movie that we feel and it's kind of weird kind of dropping it in there without if it's only like a shot or two yeah i just i feel like if you like if you completely removed the story that exists in all three of these movies and everything was fair game i think that you could take a lot of stuff from the three of these movies and make an actually very good horror movie yeah I would, I would, the, the, to me, the success of it would be can these political allegories, social allegories that they're introducing in the second and third ones be more, feel like they're more flushed out? Uh, if, if you can make it that way, I think that would be a, uh, an indicator of success. I'm not sure if you could, but I, I would, I, I would like to see that attempted. It's so like the first one, the first movie, I don't really sense that allegorical stuff. I sense the movie is a horror meta, a yeah. meta horror movie. And uh, it, it, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a, a trick of the mind, as we said, a, a, a sleight of hand uh, at the end. Whereas I feel like the second and the third movies uh, feel more um, uh, thematically consistent with trying to go with more yeah. social commentary kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's, what no, that's what's not successful. And that's what if you're uh. going to... Yeah, see, I'm thinking the opposite 
thing. I'm saying you, uh, completely remove, remove that, all that and just and make, just a, horror make epic. a straight horror movie yeah. that's really fucking good. You totally. know what I mean? Because like, there's I enough, can see that too. Yeah, like there's enough weird psychosis stuff in this that I think you could easily make just a really really good horror movie. Like the original Halloween, where it's like you have Michael Myers as this figure mm-hmm. and you know that he has some kind of mental illness, but you don't really know the depth of that or really where he came. I mean, if you remember, the original Halloween just really starts with him like is missing. Like you don't know what this dude is capable of or what his deal is. That's- and they talk about that in the second movie. So you could easily kind of follow that same storyboard i mean obviously like not to the t but mm-hmm. um because there's also a lot of scenes where it's like angela seems really out of place i mean obviously she seems out of place cause she's fucking psycho but i mean like she seems out of place in that no one wants to like acknowledge her mm-hmm. um or directly be I, I think you could get cuts of people not being like who the fuck are you kind of you know what i mean like in the way that they're talking with her and communicating with her which would make it really easy for her to just kind of slip in and out as someone that came out of like a mental institution or whatever i can see that yeah yeah, yeah. um there's let's a let's do it piece yeah <laughs> let's make it happen um there was a, a just a couple other things uh well several things to talk about i think in this in this um um movie uh we can get to the 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 multiple the murder sequences and what worked and what didn't um but uh one of the things i found that was really and it it was it was so bad it was like off-putting like and i don't want to get too far in the fields like we did last time with the whole harvey weinstein and everything's blowing up in the in in the in the hollywood right now but the scene with the old with the owner and one of the one of the girls like when they're in the tent. Yeah. Like something about that was just so uncomfortable. Was that just No. Uh, no. I think it was yeah. just like 80s stuff though. Like yeah. they did a lot of gross shit in 80s movies. Yeah. That, like aren't. I mean, she wasn't it wasn't like it was a rape scene. Yeah. I mean, it he was per- perverse for sure. He kept trying to like hit on chicks since he was introduced in the film mm-hmm. yeah. but it, i mean that seemed like there was clear consent there at least it wasn't like you know as dark and disgusting as it could be it was yeah. gross only in that he was old yeah and yeah it, it almost seemed like they had a history but then it, i couldn't then it, maybe they didn't uh, i didn't really know i i couldn't tell what dynamic they were playing there yeah um, just that he's a piece yeah, of shit. I think I just think. gross old guy cheating <laughs> on his wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear his line too? And like after Angela caught them and she's like walking well, away to she get doesn't the, give me like the, the first stick that she beat someone with. <laughs> it's not, he says something like, uh, my, my wife, wife doesn't, doesn't give, give it to me. Yeah. So it's like it's her fault all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, uh, yeah, I found that uh, very uncomfortable. It's also weird that he just like his like international sign to like pick up girls is like to show him his, his playboy, playboy belt buckle <laughs> like oh Damn, i'm down I, I, I like sex i have a playboy belt buckle I, you know what i've been playing this game on on a higher difficulty setting i need to get one of those play <laughs> yeah. those belt buckles i, from I hate that like what it uh, i mean uh, no one in a relationship should have permission or like total 
authoritarian power over the other person. But like, what's the implication? And this isn't the only movie that's done this. A lot of movies right. do this. What is the implication that the wife is like so subservient to her husband having like he can just have a fucking Playboy belt buckle? Like that doesn't bother her. Right. I, yeah. Like there, you have you have to know. Like if Ethan, if you bought a Playboy belt buckle, I would be like, okay, well you're clearly trying to fuck, right? I mean, like why else would you have a Playboy belt buckle? And oh, then irony. <laughs> well, yeah. In your case, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. If you, yeah, if you want to buy a Playboy belt buckle, I guess I would be fine with it. But I mean, in her instance, mm-hmm. they're fucking old. You know, his dick's all shriveled up right and, and she's like way into him yeah yeah <laughs> and a, like a weird and i was like okay well maybe they're trying maybe they're trying to milk some like weird like uh again trying to go with the class allegory and yeah. he's the owner and she's the exploited one and there's like a power thing and it's like no. you're, you're you're just being you're, you're trying just to show doing, boobs you're just trying to show tits here and yeah. well, it's a really the, awkward the same thing scene, in the second one which though, we too. lambasted for yeah. as well but what's interesting in this one there is a scene where two characters essentially make love uh, uh, contrasting from the other scenes and they don't show it so here okay here i i don't remember us getting maybe i zoned out them i don't remember us getting like in a tear about the other one because in my mind in the second movie, all of the counselors are like 18 or whatever, right? So like conceivably, they could be trying to get college letter recommendations, in which case I could make I could see an argument being made for her wanting to bone down with the older guy, maybe because she likes older guys, but also that she wants to get like a good letter of recommendation or whatever for a different job or college or something. In this one, there's literally no incentive for that chick to have sex with Playboy. That's why it feels like uh, to me. That's why maybe like that sort of make it dirty because now it just feels like you're wanting a scene with an old guy and a young girl, and you're going to put the actors in this situation and film it, and then you're going to be kind of um, you keep cutting back to it over and over again. Like I got a, I got a sense of that that it was like. You don't really like. You don't really get like how awkward and uh-huh. weird this is without any kind of story prep to kind of. You're just kind of a build pervert a con- director. Yeah, that's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like. mean, it seems. I agree with you. I think it just seems like a gross '80s thing. It seems yeah. like Porky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just gross yeah. '80s shit. I think. Yeah, it's the oldest directors that made these movies, and then what's the demo? Yeah. That wants mm, to see this. Teenagers. It's the same. Maybe it's the same kind of non-response like like it doesn't even like the needle doesn't even move yeah. like they did when the needle doesn't move when that chick drops the end bomb yeah everybody's like well it gets mad Jesus at the black Christ. guy for going after her yeah. <laughs> and it was like Wait, what are you Jesus doing here Christ. yeah there's yeah. a lot of that was <laughs> gnarly. language see I, the end bomb is bleak but, but see like okay it's so one, like three well it's like a one-two punch yeah. of like racial slurs like back to back sentences from and that chick see, in that scene. And see this to me is like mm-hmm. this is this is a a truly racist moment. Not because if you have one character drop the N bomb and everybody else lambast that yeah. character you're doing is like Okay, I get what you, you're making an argument here. It's okay to put that in this context and I'm okay with that. But in this one, 
She drops the in bomb. That dude comes after her. The couches are like, slow down, black guy. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. are you so angry? Yeah. And they don't even act like that's weird. Yeah. Well, and I, I was mean, like, whoa. Come and then they're like, <laughs> and he has a gun. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to bring this up. I guess I, I'm... Obviously, that's not a thing that anyone should say. But I mean, in the eighties, wasn't that more like? But that, yeah, that's, people didn't react to it in the eighties, though, did they? I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was still pretty strong word in the yeah, 80s. I'm yeah. sure. But I mean, like, in the context of the people in that scene, yeah, there's fucking W <laughs> delinquent or whatever, but W deviant, and then there's. Uh, Angela, who like she's not gonna do anything. It's just more ammo to kill that person now. <laughs> right. And there's the, the lady who's just fucking literally sitting there eating a donut and reading a magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, like, of course she's gonna chastise someone, so it makes it seem like she's in power. But I don't, I don't know. I just, I, if that happened in a movie today, everyone would flip out in yeah. the scene. But yeah. I mean, in the eighties, <laughs> if that happened in a movie that. I don't know, like, obviously, it's not the right response on paper, you know what I mean? But, like, isn't that the response of that time? Well, see, that's the thing is that I, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting point because my my contention is that uh, uh, something that is, um, uh, like, in this case, I would say like it, it seems to be. Uh, I would say it's it's racist. It's a it's a it's more racist or clear racism showing that the filmmakers, when the filmmakers are making this and they present it and they put it out there and they don't even realize how bad it is. Yeah, you know, because yeah. there's no additional commentary with it. There's no. It's it's just there, yeah. and so you can't help but look at that and go, Jesus Christ, this guy was so fucked up back then <laughs> there, and so it's not like the black dude was totally cool with it. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. obviously they're drawing on some. You know, yeah. it's not like the. You know, I mean, so. maybe also it's those those characters' motivation too, because I mean the the woman, the older woman, is like clearly catering towards to the the rich white kids more yeah. than because yeah. i think isn't that who is the other camper that was in that part that angela the second the second scene where the second batch of yeah, campers yeah. where there's the, the 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 tall white guy bobby star whatever his name is who ends up getting his hands behind yeah the no tree. but who's the one that yeah. she first takes away is what i'm asking because she well, goes she, there to replace someone who is that person the asian lady it is the asian chick yeah, okay yeah. so yeah obviously the white chick has uh <laughs> issue like doesn't give a fuck about minorities yeah. at right. all you know, yeah. she and clearly is catering to, to white people. And then even more so, like, she's only asking, she's, like, only putting trust in the white people, or, or I guess in the rich people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But see, if, if you were going to, if the movie was really going to milk this Marxist a- a- analog, <laughs> she, the rich, white, upper class person who chastises and says racial things about the black guy, yeah. the, the, the authoritarian figure, the, the white, the lady would stand up and chastise her and go, no, everybody's equal. We're, equal yeah, 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 we're yeah. sharing here. Yeah, uh, but you already know that that's, or I guess you don't know it at that point, but I, I just never thought that that was what it was going for, I guess. Oh, I thought that they, they were clearly 
milk you know turning that fire uh, well, I didn't at the so beginning at i mean at the beginning the way that they set it out i i was like oh yeah they're gonna go this route and finally it's gonna have like substance yeah but Again. you immediately know that after then it, yeah the i write it off pretty scene. quick yeah, 35 yeah. minutes into the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. they violated so many times yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like oh so you you know yeah. you didn't really know what you had here or you don't know how to yeah. you don't know, like the second movie you don't really you know, know how, how to, how to massage it yeah yeah, yeah. And it could be that maybe where it's the same problem with the second or the third is that they were filming it back to back. They had so many resources. They didn't have a uh, chance to do a whole bunch of rewrites. And they, uh, they said, fuck it, let's just leave it more slashery and not, we don't need don't to really go care. so deep on these things. Yeah, it was, I don't know, man. Like, I just like, honestly, I don't know if it's the fact that like, I, I'm into, you know, I'm into like new horror movies, but like, I don't need 10 deaths in a movie. I don't. I mean, get, all the deaths are pretty cool. I though. mean, they're okay in this, but I mean, I would rather I would rather have like two deaths that mean something than like fifteen deaths that I are don't. all just like for no reason. I mean, and like the there problem, the problem <laughs> with a lot of these deaths in this movie, uh, specifically, were that they don't the the <laughs> mo- the money. I th- I'm, I'm assuming the money isn't there to make the death actually look cool. So like a lot of them are like you see it coming and then cut away. And then mm-hmm. a lot of them, they don't even have the money to cut back and you don't get to see like the what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, they run over a lady with a lawnmower and I'm like, her fuck head, yeah, yeah, show her head getting run over. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But then they, they just like, they don't show it. And yeah. then eventually you see her with her head decapitated but it's like i i mean that was kind of ooh cool yeah but it wasn't like as cool as it would have been of them running it over and then just like exploding and it's like just run over a watermelon mm-hmm. like just buy a watermelon and just inject it with some uh, some simple syrup yeah 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 with red dye put something in it and then just fucking run it over with lawnmower and fucking that'll look cool just paint it flesh colored mm-hmm. like there's a lot of workarounds i mean you're a low budget slasher you know make it that but like it, i hate that i hate when a slasher doesn't show the actual violence because like you see like you saw the asian girl get her head cut off sort of um the tent one was okay when she like lit that on fire with that was just her lighting a tent on fire um but then there's like three or four other kills where you just see the setup and mm-hmm. then it's done, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I want to see, I want to see the death, baby. At least give it a, give it a shot. And the, yeah. just to, to, pardon my interruption, but the, 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 uh, in the first one, there, you lay some, they often do like the, what would be the, the more intense violent motion off camera, but then mm-hmm. cut back to an after effect or whatever. Uh-huh. And there is sort of like, okay, they're low budget. They can't do this right. But in that one, again, you kind of, that makes you underestimate what the movie can do in the yeah. horror category, what they can put on screen, which uh, comes out at the end. Both the, both the second one and the third one here follow this tactic more or where they don't have the Uh, they don't have the rick baker or the you know behind the the bit ready to make those effects happen uh, they don't they don't do any they don't even it makes me wonder if they try and they and they they like they looked worse yeah you know they're They're like like, we just need to cut them and try but i i honestly wonder if because there's not really a lot of direct death scenes that you see in movies of that time 
And I wonder if that was a backlash from the first one, so they didn't do it in the second and third one. They substituted the effects for the body count. You Mm, know what I'm saying? Like, I think at that point in time, with the slasher genre being popular, having a higher body count was Was more more important. important. Yeah. 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 That's a good good argument. Because it's not the same thing as today, like, when you watch, like, uh, what's the Sinister... Yeah, because that movie has a lawnmower scene and it's fucking sweet and it's uh. quadrupled. There's literally like four people uh. that they run over with the lawnmower mower and it's sick. Uh, spoiler alert for that movie, <laughs> I guess if you haven't seen it for some reason. But uh, that's all digital effects, uh. and it's actually kind of a sa- the same thing where you don't you aren't seeing the lawnmower running over the people. It also happens in uh, The Happening, yeah, too, but you yeah. don't see the lawnmower hitting and the blow-up. Oh, you, you see do that it. after. Oh, in Happening, oh. you see it all on camera. There's an overhead shot. That's one of the best shots in that movie because I remember it very vividly. Yeah. 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 I, I remember also the rest of the movie being absolute <laughs> dog shit. But regardless, though, they were still movies. all digital. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't practical. That's true. That's right. true. Yes. I, I mean, that's fine. I'm not saying but that it would have yeah. been expensive to do. I'm just saying that it's a lot. It, it, they're different time periods. Yeah, like right. Totally you have, have $20,000. Are you going to do uh, uh, 10 deaths at $2,000 a pop? Or are you going to do two deaths at $10,000 a pop? Right. right yeah. Right. I mean, what... Yeah, also, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Camp. Do four, like, do four at like five thousand a piece. Yeah, I but that know. wasn't like, what was important in movies yeah. then. Yeah, There's like the height of the slasher genre was literally how many count. people you can kill, not yeah. how they're getting killed. Like, you can do the setup, and then that's it. Like, yeah. no one cares what happens after that. Yeah, it's just kind of I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating to be like. I felt like constantly in this movie with the deaths uh, specifically, I felt constantly being like, okay, this is a good setup. Something cool's about to come. And then it just cuts away. Yeah. You know, that it brings up a different thing to me because one thing they don't shy away from is that this killer is not six, five two seventy hulking who can't be shut put down. Yeah. yeah. This killer is a wafy five ten girl. Yeah. And so she has to be a little more inventive in order to be able to execute anybody. What be it with weapons or, you know, how she sets up a room with traps or whatever. Yeah. And uh it so there's a there's a level of cl- cleverness that needs that should be attached to her whether she uses a knife and she's just like crazy fucking yeah. you know shanking people, but in this one you see her use the stick, and she just she hits, uses the stick so much and she kills three people with this branch that <laughs> it looks like would probably like frustrate somebody if they got hit by it but yeah. you know does not there's like there's that lethal component is not really there uh-huh. on a lot of these death scenes yeah, yeah 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 which is like kind of a bummer I mean. Well, it is interesting, though, that she does kill someone with a gun. I thought yeah. that was fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they spent money on the, the bullet That's the first time packs. on that, too, right? That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. A slasher movie where the killer kills someone with a gun. That's like yeah. such a huge no-no. The fact that this yeah. movie did that is <laughs> insane. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny. I mean, and they set up for it, too. I mean, it, where the guy's like, oh, what are you going to kill me with? A knife? Yeah, what are you going to kill, kill me with, with a bat? What are you going to kill me <laughs> with? A... And then she's like, 
gone and then shoots him and it's like yeah but it's so funny in the context of this movie this movie that in the beginning and in the the sequel the uh previous sequel is saying that friday the 13th like one of the daddies of fucking Mm -hmm. slasher movies it's saying fuck you to that and then it and then it's going to shoot someone that's like that's the main uh, and the main antagonist yeah essentially yeah, yeah. and like they they're setting up for it you know and i it's like obviously that's what's gonna happen i guess but still like in my heart i was like no like they can't do that like mm-hmm. what is she's gonna like throw a knife at him or something or he's gonna luckily bat it out of the way just yeah, to make a time you can't do that it's against the rules <laughs> yeah. and the fact that they go through with it is so like shark oh, jumpy yeah. it's kind of awesome yeah i guess i I mean, for how punk rock and supposedly cool this movie is, it loses a bunch of other points and like other categories by just not being coherent. I mean, I think that's a poor word. I don't I don't I, I mean, think the plot is so yeah. much better than the second. I don't one. I, I guess. Yeah. Coherence is the wrong word. Like cheeky yeah well like here's like the thing that sucks is like, like a solid jello kind of situation it's the same <laughs> kind of thing as the last one it's like after two deaths you figure out the pattern and you're like they're literally the next 50 minutes of this is them just they're just gonna run through every person and uh and you're right and so we just see the process kind of like going one after the other that's why, like revolving. That's not the right word. Anyway, um, until like there is this moment. This is kind of interesting because what happens is uh, Angela, when she's done murdering everybody in the first camp, walks to the second camp, and her way to get in is to say, "The guy from the other camp wants to swap me with you, per- with you, with one of the campers here." And so she takes that camper, presumably back to the old camp, executes her, comes back to the camp and then now she's in the new batch of campers well she kills that camp and then she goes to the third camp and tries to do the same thing but and it seems like again the movie like the movie doesn't play with it like it should but instead of her being able to escort a single camper from the third camp to the location of the second camp to do the execution like she did previously that guy who is essentially the who should be the antagonist it's weird because Angela is clearly the evil antagonist of the movie, but she's like a, a, a an anti-hero. She's the she's also the protagonist that we're following throughout yeah. all of this stuff. Uh, but this guy, who would be her arch nemesis, decides to tag along. Yeah, and we're like, well, now there's two people there, and one's yeah. a big strong dude, and all she yeah. has is a stick, so she can't just kill. The person, so she's got to figure out another way out of this. But it's weird because the camera doesn't stay on her face. It doesn't show her like thinking about this. It doesn't show her panicking about this or anything. Uh. But she does fall and like twist in her ankle. And For it, no, it yeah. looks like it's completely the worst like a fake like it's a fake out for her to not get to the second camp and kind of like i'm like come up with new ideas that's what it looked like to me is that she fell and then she was like fuck how am i gonna get out of this one i i thought that she like she was faking that face i just think that she's not a great actress uh, either way, you do two takes, at least make it, or yeah. get, get a different shot of the close-up on the face where she's kind of confused and, oh, you're going to come with us? You know, just some kind of like, uh, something to show that she's a little, uh, uh, she's having to improvise. Yeah, I mean, I think that she, I, I thought she did have that. 
And I assumed as much too until, you know, three minutes later, the real plot twist of the movie comes up is that she actually did twist her ankle. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I thought that she, I, that whole fall sequence was very confusing because I, I, we all thought that she fake fell yeah. and injured her ankle. But when it seems like it's clear that she didn't i guess or where i started to think oh well maybe she did really fall is when the guy is saying to her when the police officer is saying to her oh like you're gonna need to stay off of this for Oh, oh, no. She did it. Oh, oh, she pulled an these takes. These oh, takes. Oh, she pulled an Angela. She's faking it. Oh my god, that hurt so bad. Uh, um, I yeah, because the, the police officer says to her like, "Oh, you're gonna need to stay off of it for a few days. Like, it looks, you know, it it could be a lot worse or something like that." And then I'm like, "Okay, well, you can't fake a bruise, so like, she must have like actually sprained her ankle in some way." And then, and then I, I start looking at her face to see how she's reacting to things, and that's when she's like, "Uh, okay, like you go out that way, and then that will split them up." She does do like a react at that point. Yeah, yeah, just not when she I mean when she falls she does look like kind of like oh fuck but I was reading it as like She's playing a shitty them. oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Man, woof, that seems very confusing. Yeah, o- only because it's not it's poorly directed and poorly acted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're on oh. we're we're the ones putting more into it than what they're giving us in response. So. And then they go for this big, this big kind of, I don't know. The last kill scene is supposed to be this big old thing. It's just kind of an unfollowable, unfollowable, <laughs> a hard to follow <laughs> mess. Yeah, it really it's is. It's just confusing. She strung someone up. That was probably the best kill, actually, was the one where she strung the lady up on the flagpole and then just dropped her. And Yeah, that was cool. And even, again, started saying, uh, bringing up sort of the, like these Reagan-esque tropes by yeah. saying, three strikes, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Dude, right that up chick in that did line. suck, though. Yeah, I know. For sure, she, like, She dropped that in bomb without her. Yeah, she yeah, seemed she to be the least. That was the most deserving die. kill. And yeah. Also, <laughs> probably the coolest of the kills. And also, the one you saw happen... Well, even then, I would have loved that thing to have fallen down, and you stay on the shot just two seconds, one second longer to see the blood splatter. Oh, for sure, yeah. But we missed even that. And it's like, again, just all you had to do was, I mean, I don't know. Fill up a watermelon. Fill up some kind of something on her head, So, and that's the first thing that hits. So when it hits that, something splats out. You cut, you know, a fraction. you, you, You cut 10 frames into it so that we can clearly see that it's not, you know, you know, real blood that it's, you know, it's watermelon. So it's not real blood. Or you don't drop a real, uh, you know, actress out there, but like actors are people too. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, but the thing is, is that you're right. That was a great, because they actually spent the money. They to dropped get the a doll. Shot. They it, dropped a doll. Yeah. I mean, put something on the doll's head. You yeah. didn't see the doll's head. Cause it dropped head first. Drop the doll on the head, put some on the doll's head. Boom. Blood. You got it. It's yeah. a cool actual looking death. Yeah. Okay, question. 10 more bucks? Maybe. Do you think Hollywood is going to remake these movies or yeah. at least one of them? Yeah. You know, it's it's I, I was thinking that, you know, thinking that in my head as you're watching this, but 
the first one you I, I don't I think that's remake proof. I don't think that you can it, you can't really introduce the franchise a new time. I don't think you can do it because you would have to be successful in the first one in order to roll out the second and third ones. Yeah. But I don't see anybody being able to do that lightning in the bottle you on the first one. You don't think that anyone would try to remake the sequels, though? See, the sequels need work, yeah. you know, yeah. clearly. Uh, but the, how do you get to the sequels without first ma- being successful in the first one and then having the studio greenlight some sequels? I mean, Ooh. hasn't everyone... I don't know seen the first one you I know mean, what i mean no it's only not made 10 enough. million yeah. like, over the course of 30 years i no. i would say okay a if if he yes hollywood can remake it because the idea of like a summer camp killer is never really used it's cool um my what i would do if i was in their position is i would play to people thinking it's going to end like the original and then use that to my advantage as a writer to uh do it, use it as a misdirect for the fans of it and then do a misdirect so that it's maybe an a, not her as the killer or or there's a misdirect at the end where they do the transgender thing cuz it's like so tied to this movie um they do that and so then and lean, it, lean into being politically incorrect. Well, yeah, lean in. I mean, it's. I don't think it's politically incorrect. I mean, it's just like it's just maybe a little brass, uh, but it's uh, it's not incorrect. Uh, but but I would I would lean into that. But then I would kind of have maybe a little end piece where uh angela isn't the killer or something you know like like use that to your advantage to misdirect who the actual killer is i mean you could easily have both the the actual son from the first one and angela the fake daughter both be the killers that are killing in unison because they both have the trauma of living with their gay dads or yeah. alternatively their psychotic mother now that's interesting. and one of yeah. them ends up taking the rap for the other yeah. and obviously angela's the easier target yeah. because of her i guess forced yeah, yeah forced cross-dressing yeah. yeah you make them more symbiotic to each other yeah yeah i think that, that cool. would be a more yeah. interesting story also oh. there's like a sorry no, no, keep going, there's keep also going. like a specific diagnosis or like psychosis of people that have these weird link like linkings that aren't necessarily twins it could just be siblings yeah uh, but there's uh, several reports of these particular cases yeah. where they have like this connection and they kill people totally exactly like each other yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like they have like this moment yeah. that just snaps with them like there's yeah. a like these old maids in in france and mm-hmm. then recently like within in the 2000s or 2010s or whatever there's but there was like a swedish couple that ran onto like the london highway or english highway and try to kill themselves. It was very bizarre. Oh yeah, the twins. Yeah. yeah. Um. I yeah. And no, no. And that one was even w- weirder because they live completely normal, happy lives. But when they got together, the yeah. psychosis began. Yeah. 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 That's like what you do. I think. I think that 
if you are to remake this movie also all of this conversation is trademark yeah this is all anyone does this this is money that you owe us now and also don't sue us for the copyrighted music that we use Uh, but (laughs) no but but no but i think i think that's really what you have to do if you're going to remake this movie is that you make it fan service but then you also use fans being blind uh, being just it would just be so much easier to set up the sequels yeah. too then if you have someone that's still living on the outside yeah. that's able to get get away with yeah, it yeah, yeah. what about setting the movie in modern times in a world where people have apple watches well you could do two different try you could do two different you could do different two different things one you could set it up in the in the in the um, uh, in the uh, uh, sleepaway camp world, it just happens to be a couple of decades since Angela last struck, and maybe okay. a new and a new person comes up, and they a new have batch. a. Batch. I think that's what the that, the that newer m- ones are they, about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, nice where track. that person who <laughs> that person is fucked up because of what Angela did in the yeah, first yeah. ones yeah. and so on, or you set it up in a world where sort of like Scream, where they live in a world where the sleepaway camp movies exist. Yeah, and you can kind of create a parallel thing with that, and if that way you get the meta component that yeah. the film has, and and so on. Oh no, I would no. just do I would just do a straight remake if I if, if if I were in charge of it. I think there's been enough time. I would I would just straight up just set just, in the seventies. Uh, not necessarily. You can set it in modern times, but I would just be like I would call it Sleepaway Camp. I would have it open the same way. I would have it feel like the first one so so that the fans when they're watching it they're like halloween or something like rob zombies halloween where you're like where you're like this is halloween but it's new and it feels fresh it feels like a fresh halloween but then you use that you use that fan service to your advantage as the writer or whatever what would make more sense since it's already a series that's been brought up in this series would be if it's in the sleepaway camp world but the movies that are out and the it would have to take place or coincide with the release of another jason movie would be the jason Uh franchise which triggers uh the killing by someone else is uh, still i mean it would still have to be like a remake basically because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, you need that like instigating moment know. you know i don't know i think you have a lot of places where you can go i i would just say i would just say that what what you would do is rather than putting the reveal at the end you put the reveal like i don't know like 15 20 before the end why make a really make an actually good movie and yeah. leave the reveal at the end? See, this is my this is I'm getting like we all this is the first time we all agreed ten ten for a movie. Yeah, and we're talking about how would we want to remake? Yeah. nothing sounds like it's going to be nothing. It just it seems like a recipe for disaster. I mean, a lot of remakes yeah, but are, you, but I, I thought Halloween was good. I thought Rob Zombie yeah, did a good those remake. Those are with amazing. Those. Yeah, those are great. Okay, but I'm just saying. In a world where fucking J.J. Abrams is remaking a movie that came out less than a year ago. Wait, what? 
He's doing fucking your name. I'm but just, he's doing a live oh, action. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Like that. That's yeah. even more treacherous <laughs> that you would try and touch an animated film that, and make it a into great a live. Yeah, film, yeah, and make it into a live action yeah. movie. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That clearly doesn't work. And it, yeah, it never has. And if you, if somebody can break the code, great. But let's let's let's. I'm yeah. just it's saying, not in a world where. A movie that has been out for less than a year can be turned around and and made into a different yeah. content. Why why is it so unfathom unfathomable that someone would remake a movie that is actually ten out of ten? Because look, I mean, uh, this to me, the spirit of a remake is to say, I see that it's like a fan edit. Like I see things that this movie just I want I if I, I want to crack at it. Yeah. Not, not I, you know the 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 first one seems impenetrable. The second and third one, I totally agree. Uh, I would be really interesting to see that on a modern take and really exploit. But you yeah. think that that's what the intention is when people remake that's a film? That's my intention. Okay, wow. but you're it's not a, it's a money grab. Yeah. So that's the artistic yeah. intention. The you know? intention of a fan editor. Let's be no realistic. Be the original. So. Sleep, if, if they make yeah. a remake of Sleepaway Camp, we're all going to take a dump on it. Go, yeah. Yeah. Like, go watch the original. Yeah, I mean the reason the reason people that we're having right now though is in in pretend land yeah. that this movie gets remade which in, i'm sure yeah. inevitably it will at netflix, some point I pretty, yeah. netflix will probably remake uh, it I on mean, accident the reason like oh shit yeah. we grin like that whatever yeah. let's do it yeah i mean <laughs> what reason, would be the version that they would do i mean i don't know the what re- would be the, the reason, best possible version that they could do i'm sorry the reason why people remake stuff is because is because it's a money grab but also like the reason why it's a money grab is because you already have a built-in fan base so people are like so stoked and so eager to see something that they're going to shit on, that they're not going to like, but but it's it's like, oh, it's it's something recognizable. I recognize Sleepaway Camp, you know? Like, I don't know. I would like the idea of like for the front cover, like setting it in modern times and then like having a pair of Yeezys like on the, on the knife, <laughs> like rather than a pair of like, they have like Stan Smith, like Adidas, yeah, like yeah. in the original Some new balances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think, I think you could remake this movie and do it well. Like, I don't think remakes are inherently bad. I think that there's been some that have been really good. I just Few. think I just think a lot of the times the, the the scripts aren't given aren't given the um the same amount of thought as an original IP would. I don't even know if it's uh, for me personally. I don't know that it's just a script. I think they're put in the hands of the wrong people. Like JJ uh, Abrams in your name. He is not the person that that movie should have gone to. It's going to be epic, bro. It's going to fucking <laughs> blow. But I mean, that's the part that is good about the Halloween remake is that Rob yeah. Zombie is a good person. Maybe, to maybe you don't like Rob Zombie. Maybe you don't like his films because you're stupid. I don't know what your problem is, but he, fucking understands horror films he gets it he makes good gritty fucking horror movies and he's clearly Uh, the best choice to make those movies it would be different if it was given to like you know at that point (laughs) jj abrams because fuck that guy Uh, here's (laughs) here's what i think uh or i'm just thinking you know thinking along with all of this to, to 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 jump more to add another idea uh to do a movie um in the sleepaway camp universe but um we're not following the killer yeah don't follow the killer we will follow somebody who maybe 
is investigating the killer or doing a story or a book. And then that movie, it's a meta on all of those types of movies. So right. not the slasher genre. It's a meta on a different kind of, of horror movie. And then at the end, maybe you could twist it because we there's expectations with that kind. So then yeah. you have the same kind of... That's sort of doing a meta thing and, and blowing up expectations, but we don't do it in the slasher genre. Yeah. You do it in another... That's sort of, of what uh, Apple Cart did. We, we talked about Apple Cart uh, on our Fantastic Fest one. Yeah. Um, apparently screened terribly and no one liked it, but, but what it did... Yeah, they're recutting the movie. Yeah, right they're now. recutting, the, which they shouldn't because it's fucking genius. Well, it just but, depends on what you're going into that movie. Yeah, if you're going into it a fucking stupid idiot that's like i love genre films because i and i go to fantastic fest uh then you're not gonna like it but if you're someone that likes kind of light-hearted funny cool shit like it should pan well yeah, i but- think but like it, it it plays on that because because the almost the entirety of the movie um cut cutting they're cutting in um a true a true crime television show so the true crime television show is cut in and is a commentary on you watching the actual crime so it's cut in between the two but then the actual crime portion is filmed like really kind of bad as well so it's like this like triple kind of confusing quality because it's like it's like okay this is I think in America. So what are they going to be editing out or what are they trying to fix? I don't know. They shouldn't. I don't know. Here, here's the thing. And this is what you are totally missing with that movie. There are, uh, little synopsises written of these movies that you get from the website that are emailed to you, that you have a book containing, and that was the issue with that movie. Yeah. The synopsis did not match. Devin Franchi the, didn't write it right. <laughs> the synopsis did not match the tone of that movie. Yeah. And as a result, there was an immediate disconnect between yeah. the audience and the film. It was set up for failure strictly yeah. by way by of the coloring byline. expectations. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't, it also doesn't help that like, honestly, 95% of the people that go to fantastic fest, uh, males males that go to fantastic fest are crow magnons and like they they i i think it was i think it was probably aside from the write-up probably a little too whimsical for that crowd i i couldn't see it playing well with that crowd to be 100 percent honest like like I'm, i mean i'm not trying to be like a douche like a dick about fantastic like i think fantastic fest is great don't get me wrong i i i think it's great curation i think it's great movies i but i mean like a lot of the time when you're hanging out it's a bunch of like bros that are like oh yeah fucking dude there's so much fucking blood and it's fucking sick dude and it's just like they're not ready for a movie that to, has all these like weird qualities just want to call back ethan's demand of having a sleepaway camp three have more blood and guts in it well yeah <laughs> but i mean like but but I mean like I'm I don't know I don't I just I I I I don't feel like that movie w- that that audience would be appreciative of that type of movie I just don't see it like so it, what you're the saying the, the one or two movies that you see there so what we would yeah. what would we best hope is that if if and when uh, Apple Card is released on DVD or Blu-ray that there's the director's cut that was or the yeah the work print cut that we uh, that was premiered I mean when I when I watched it like. I was the reason I was interested in it is because I hadn't seen a movie in a while that made me f- 
you know movies that make you feel like you're like floating and you can never like find your placement and you're like i don't know if this is good or bad i don't know like sleepaway camp one i don't know if this is good or bad i don't know if i'm supposed to like this i don't know if anything on the in this is on purpose i don't am i reading too far into it am i not should i just take it as surface level like what what should i do and 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 those movies that keep your brain activated like that i think i I think are really good Mm. and and apple card did that for me and that that's why i really liked it and that's why when she was telling me like like oh it didn't screen well now they're recutting it i'm like well i i mean i maybe it was multiple festivals that they took it to that it didn't screen well it was just Just fantastic i would not recut it based off of that the audience reactions but that's what i'm saying that it's not a fault of the movie it's an issue of the bylines totally the the fucking synopsis that was written for the movie was was shitty and set up the wrong expectations for the Mm. film fortunately i i watched like 15 seconds of the trailer and that was what i based my opinion on whether or not i wanted to see it i didn't want to have anything spoiled but i wanted to have a taste of how it was filmed so when they started doing the cuts of the crime shit i had no idea that that was a part of the movie and i never read the description i just thought it looked really cool and i wanted to go see it so i went into it with a blank slate which was the perfect way to go it's so fun when a movie takes you on a ride like that when you're yeah you're not you can't like like you said like you can't put your yeah. feet on the ground and get yeah. solid base like it keeps moving for also, moving around your expectations. Yeah, I mean, I, one more argument. The, the idiots that tore that movie apart should have realized that the bylines for Fantastic Fest this year were not trustworthy. You don't even know who fucking wrote them. <laughs> uh, also, I would like to point out that there was actually where I read that was on uh, like a Facebook group for Fantastic Fest. Okay, and a bunch yeah. of people were like, "That's stupid." I really enjoyed that movie. So yeah. all of the people that you just took a shit on yeah i mean a lot of them actually really enjoyed the movie sure so but if you want to take a shit on anyone you should take a shit on the people that were watching it in the press room because i yeah. guarantee that the industry people are the yeah ones that i'm taking i'm shreds. taking a shit on anybody anybody that said that that movie was bad and i'm also taking a shit on them recutting it for that audience's screening you shouldn't you you that movie where it's at right now should not be recut based on screening there, there and getting are some, bad feedback. I don't even know why we're talking about a movie that doesn't have distribution <laughs> rights. Yeah. Like no one's ever even going to fucking see this thing. Well, I mean, it's pretty popular. I mean, the movie, I mean, it, the movie's not popular, but the director's popular. It's the same guy that did that John Dies at the end, which was like a, I mean, I didn't see it, but a pretty it's popular. There. It's out there. I mean, when I say that movie, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. That, I know yeah, John yeah, Dies. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of it. I mean, the movie's about, you know, the end of the movie. That's the point of the movie i don't know i mean there are i don't know what kind of recuts they're gonna do i don't really give a fuck either way it's kind of weird that they're recutting it because i did enjoy the movie but there are certainly some things that could be Mm, yeah for sure massaged yeah yeah not to divulge not to get not to digress too far and not to trample too much on your your, on your hosting duties but i want to hear your your numbers i I don't think we actually did star ratings for for number two we didn't so maybe we can i was was falling asleep yeah uh okay i'll do my star ratings right now um number two i'm gonna give a giant two out of ten uh i didn't like it um number three i'm gonna bump it up a little bit to uh 4.5 i i I, it it opened really good i was like stoked after the opening i'm like okay cool this is weird this has the vibe of some you know potentially moving in the right direction but then after a while after you figure out oh 
well, it's falling into the same problems the second one did, where she's just walking around, fucking killing everyone, and and I know after two deaths, oh, she's going to kill everyone completely successfully and get away, and uh, and and that's what happens. So see, I think that you. Should, oh, I, I want to talk about this earlier. I think that. Th- you guys had an issue with how there wasn't any real rhyme or reason to the people that were getting killed in the the second one. About halfway through the movie, she just starts killing everyone instead of killing people for being lewd or, or whatever. But in this one, it's just... If, if you can... If after the second one you can accept that it's just a slasher movie, then this one, the expectation mm-hmm. should be that she's going to be killing everyone. Yeah. I would be on board with that if they didn't seem to try so hard to say, hey, look, no, we're doing something a little deeper here that's allegorical. I just, I don't think that that's what was going on in this movie, personally. Yeah, I mean... uh, I just think that's thrown out the window the second that they go to the... But but you agree it's introduced? Or you think we're looking a little too too much into it to see that introduction? Yeah, kind of. Because it's pretty immediately like the second that they get away from the cameras and the characters are introduced there's nothing to indicate that it's going to be like a, a a socialist social experiment or whatever you know what i mean it's pretty clear that there's still going to be separation of okay. people and shit in my opinion okay um the second one i would give I don't even remember the second one now. <laughs> I guess we'll just give it a three because, I don't know, 3.5. I, I liked it more than everyone else, so I yeah. guess that's a fair rating. I don't know. It's fine for a slasher movie if you just want to watch brainless garbage. Uh, and then this one, um, I think this one was definitely better than the second one. It had like a more cohesive plot. Um, I would probably give this one... Uh, I guess like a five. Yeah, in the middle of the road. Uh, I'm with you guys on the in the low side on on the second one. I'm with the, I'm, I'm I'm a two for number two, uh, number three. I'm at a four. So so, we're like so. all in line, pretty much, right? Yeah, we uh, yeah, I think yeah, we are. We're, we're very in simpatico on all three of these. A three and a four point five. Yeah, or maybe a two point five and a four. Yeah, we're five. we're all kind of hitting the same the ball in the same place. Yeah. Nothing above five, right? Nothing at five. Well, your your yours is kind of a five ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're not as good as the first one. The first one's so good. Maybe it's just maybe it's a lightning in the bottle situation. Maybe right. it's like maybe they stumbled onto some gold. I don't know. Right. It, in the bottle. It is gold. <laughs> I mean, it's very good. I think it's the only one, right? So far. It's our only 10 out of well, 10. I don't do, know. Maybe doing the, this show for like three years or something. Yeah, is, but maybe those other ones fix some of these mistakes. They were made more recently, so who knows? Possible. Entirely possible. I don't know. If they have like a stupid fucking thing after it, I don't, I don't know if they would. Do they have like a like Sleepaway Camp 4 Degeneration or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's actually a really cool title. I like that. <laughs> Return to Sleepaway Camp uh, in 2008, and then oh, Sleepaway Camp for the su- Survivor 2012. 
Ooh, Ooh. that's way more recent than I would that's have expected. That's what I was saying to yeah. you guys. Like, they're not I old thought we were talking movies. like 89, 80, you know, 88. No, that's when huh. these movies came out. The, oh. I mean, these ones yeah, were you're made, right, like, way later. Wait, yeah. this makes no sense. Because you say Sleepaway Camp, it says on there that it came out in, like, 2012. But then I just found a trailer for Sleepaway Camp for, for 1992. Maybe that's a trailer for the old movies being re-released on DVD or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because there is not mm-hmm. one that came out in 92. So weird. All right. Well, maybe we'll get to them. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind watching them. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. I mean, who I'll, knows? I'll give you a, a little spoiler alert, maybe a teaser for if we ever come to them. Uh, the fourth one, Sleepaway Camp 4, The Survivor. Uh, I guess technically it's the fifth one, but yeah. uh, it does have uh, Felissa Rose, Felisa Ro- Rose, Felicia? which is the original. It's not spelled like Oh, Felicia. the original actress from the first one? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I like that. That is a thing. But it has 1.7 out of 10 stars for IMDb. Brutal. So it could be. <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. Brutal. Uh. Yeah. So... I don't know. Maybe we'll get along to it. I don't know. Maybe we'll also do uh, another uh, sweet, sweet episode of what we do every year. Might get around to. There's still a couple seasonal things. Yeah. Seasonal housekeeping things that we haven't gotten around to yet. So let's see. Let's see what happens. Well, we're going out of town next month. So sorry, guys, but you're going to be getting an old episode for the following week. Uh, And then after that, I don't know what we're going to be doing. Uh, We'll figure something out. Maybe. uh, Maybe. uh, What's that? Ginger Dead Man. Ginger Dead Man. (laughs) We're on part three, I think. Oh, for the Halloween thing. Yeah. What are you chewing on? What? Drugs. (laughs) <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> the uh <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm down for it. Yeah, I'm down. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna come back with. Maybe it's Sleepaway Camp 4. Who the fuck knows? Yep. Nonetheless, we do have to yeah, we have to figure out something for November, then December it's on to the standard. Oh, I can't wait. More horror. Dude, Hopefully I, we I can find some more Christmas horror. <laughs> I don't know. We'll do some holiday horror. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of new ones that came out in the last two years. I still haven't seen Krampus. Yeah, me neither. We'll do Krampus. Ben saw it. Sounds good. Fuck Ben. We talked about it on my show. Fuck. All right, well, oh. see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye.
International. International. 